if you're not doing anything, try to get 10,000 steps in every day. Mm. Don't even worry about CrossFit. Don't even worry about lifting heavy weights. Just try to move more throughout your day. I guarantee you'll see uh, a huge, a huge difference in, in your life, in your body composition too. Welcome to Modern Happiness, where we believe happiness is a choice. Our goal is to share how we and our high-performing guests choose happiness, covering topics such as fitness, mindset, relationships, business, and much more in today's world. Here are your hosts, Matt Mahalik and Taylor Sleeper. What's up, everybody? Matt and Taylor here, and we wanted to remind you as a thank you for listening to our podcast. If you leave a five-star review and a written review... We are giving away a $150 Amazon gift card. So please, again, leave a five-star rating and then review the podcast. So not only can you possibly win $150, but we get a chance to shout you out. And here we go. Taylor's going to give you the shout-out of this week. What's up, guys? Taylor here, and we got another review. Shout-out today for Jody Chaco Taco. Jody says, I love the message and that everything is a choice if we adopt the right mindset. Matt and Taylor are so inspiring and bring out the best of each guest. Thanks so much, Jody. Appreciate you listening. And welcome back to another episode of Modern Happiness. Today, it is just me and Matt, and we're going to be talking about CrossFit. CrossFit, baby. Do you know that we CrossFit? Do you even CrossFit, bro? Do you even CrossFit? Matt, what's the first rule of CrossFit? Always talk about CrossFit. Tell everyone. Who do you think talks more about CrossFit? CrossFitters? Sorry. Who do you think talks more about what they do, CrossFitters or vegans? <laughs> I love that question. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I don't know. To me, it feels like vegans. I don't think that many people talk about CrossFit. That kind of has faded. You know, Ooh, has it? I, I think so. We're, I don't know. Um, I always thought it was funny that my friends make fun of me for doing CrossFit and bring it up when more than I ever bring it up. And those are my mm-hmm. friends who don't do CrossFit. But uh, yeah, let's... Uh, Shall we dive in? Yeah, we're going to dive in. So topic today, it is uh, currently a snowmageddon here in Denver, snowy day and week one of the CrossFit Open. So if you guys don't know what the CrossFit Open is, it's an online competition. It's changed a lot throughout the years, but essentially it is step one to qualify for the CrossFit Games. So it is for the competitive athlete. It's also a great community event for anybody can do it. It's all online. Most affiliates, CrossFit gyms will do it. Um, there's, there's like four divisions this year. So, uh, it's really for anyone and it's a great opportunity to just get out of sight of your comfort zone, test yourself, push yourself. Um, and then really you can do it every year and track your progress. Um, so we really felt like now's a good time. Uh, if you have been following us for any amount of time, you know, Matt and I do CrossFit, have done it. Uh, I still coach CrossFit. Matt has coached CrossFit. Um, so we're here to talk about what's the hype. Is it worth it? Why would you do it? Why would you not? Yeah, and I think the big thing that you mentioned all those things to challenge yourself, but also that community aspect. And I think one of the great things about CrossFit, and we can talk about the goods and bads of CrossFit, which we will. Um, but one of the big things is that it's this group fitness where you have someone next to you challenging your, uh, challenging you to do a little bit better. And kind of with like in the CrossFit world, and you start to go to your classes, and you start to kind of have your friends, and you know where, you know, okay, this person's, you know, a little bit stronger than me or this person's, you know, maybe not as strong as me, but you kind of find the people who are around your level and you do the open and it's this, um, again, you can compete against that person and push yourself a bit further than you normally would. And I think that's just an important part of life, you know, not just in fitness, but everything, business, relationships, all that stuff. Yeah. So there's so many uh, rabbit holes we could dive down. 
Um, but it's interesting, you, you had mentioned, we joked about the first rule of CrossFit is tell everyone about CrossFit, right? And I think CrossFit has gotten a bad rap um, along the way, and it's not perfect by any means. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, that community is incredible. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why so many people do it. Like it is good programming and, and we could talk about that. I, I've coached a lot of places. I've coached division one college athletes, professional athletes. And I think CrossFit in terms of fitness is one of the best programs out there. However, again, I categorize that yeah. fitness, right? It's yeah. not for everything. If I'm going to train a professional football player, I'm not going to use CrossFit. Um, so, you know, kind of leading into this, maybe we should talk about fitness in general and why that's important. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, we want to talk about CrossFit because there might be some of you who see it and you've wanted to try it or you're not sure, or you have friends who have hated on it. Um, or maybe CrossFit isn't, isn't right for you. And we want to talk about that too, because uh, sometimes it can be a bad thing. Um, but I know for me personally, fitness is an integral part of my life. It's, it's just as intertwined as drinking water, eating, sleeping. And I really believe everybody should move. I believe we were meant to move. If you look at our ancestors, um, very nomadic lifestyle, hunter, gatherer. And we, we have a lot of great things with our current uh, freedom in life and technology. However, I challenge you, uh, if you have an iPhone, that's all you need. You can, it'll track your steps. But if you have a watch or something, see how many steps you average in a day. And I think you'll be shocked because on average, we need 10,000. And our current lifestyles do not support that. Mm -hmm. So ultimately, when it comes to personal development, being the best version of yourself, you need to move. You need to have some kind of movement practice. Um, and for me, that's CrossFit. Yeah. And, and that's a great. Like, here's the thing. It doesn't have to be CrossFit. We both would agree that the best workout for you, it, the best workout program for you is the one that you'll do five days a week, right? Maybe four or five, depends on, you know, kind of your daily um, movement throughout the day. Maybe if you're in construction, you, you move a lot. So maybe you don't need five days. Uh, again, that's a whole nother conversation. But I love CrossFit and it's something that I'll do four or five days a week. And I, I supplement that with other stuff. If you love running and you just like hate CrossFit and you're never going to do it, then good. Don't do it. Because I want you, like you said, movement. We need to be moving as, as humans. And so if that means you just love running or you love cycling or whatever it is, then good, let's do that. Um, I will caveat that with saying, having said that, I believe lifting heavy and strength training is one of the best things for you, for your joints, for your longevity as a healthy person. So we can kind of dive into that a bit and, and talk about why I like CrossFit for that reason. Yeah, I think that's a great place to start. So let's start with... What are the benefits of CrossFit? Why would you do this in comparison to uh, working out on your own, bodybuilding, Orange Theory, running, you know, F45, boot camp, soul cycle, whatever it is? Like, Matt, what do you think the benefits are? I think, like I just said, the number one thing for me is that it's actually in tangent, right? I love the group classes because you kind of have your friends and you start to have that accountability where, you know, oh, you know, Mike's going to be at the five o'clock class and he's going to expect me there. And I don't want to let Mike down. So I'm going to show up for Mike, you know, and you have that community and it's super fun. Um, but with that, there are other group fitness classes. It's bar class, yoga, orange theory, like all this stuff. The reason why I like CrossFit the most is because I've never seen a group, any other group class that actually makes you lift heavy weight, you know, deadlifting your body weight, bench pressing, squatting, doing these compound movements where, um, Again, if that's not for you and Orange Series, the thing you'll do five days a week, cool, keep doing that. But I like CrossFit because it, it teaches you how to lift heavy weights. And um, that's what's going to 
you know, again, keep your joints healthy, keep, keep your metabolism up, but you're going to, you know, but Matt, I thought it was all about cardio and burning calories. Mm -hmm. Isn't that the end goal? Mm. You burn more calories with the more muscle you have. Mm. You burn calories just by laying in your bed when you have more muscle. So it's actually, and with cardio, you just, you can, you could probably dive deeper into this, but with cardio, you just burn the calories for that hour. Your body goes, okay, like we're doing movement. Uh, we're going to burn the calories. And then your body wants to be efficient. So once you're done with the cardio, you're done with the treadmill or whatever, your body goes, cool, I'm done. I'm done burning calories. Let's get back to being efficient. Yeah, let's, uh, let's break this down. So if you couldn't tell my sarcasm, <laughs> these are a lot of common things that we get. One being people are worried about getting bulky, bulky lifting weights. And uh, Matt has a great response to that. Yeah, if it were that easy to get bulky lifting weights, I would be a lot bigger. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. He told me that the other day and, uh, oh man, it cracked me up because it's true, right? You may look at professional athletes or CrossFit Games athletes or bodybuilders, especially with women, it's more common. Um, but there are men who are like, oh, I don't want to be this huge muscle bound guy. And it's like, again, they put hours upon hours upon years to get to that point. So it's not going to happen. I like your NASCAR reference too. What was the? Um, yeah, what was that? It's like something along the lines of, uh, you know, just driving a car doesn't mean you're going to automatically turn into a NASCAR driver. Yeah. Like you that know. takes a lot of practice, a lot of work. Yeah. And, and it's the same way. And so, you know, starting off with, with why building muscle is so important. It is one of the, the better predictors of long-term health and longevity. So many people get stuck in cardiorespiratory, uh, fitness, which can be f important, you know, traditional cardio. However, um, as Matt mentioned, the more muscle mass you have, the more calories you're going to uh, burn your basal metabolic rate. Like how many calories you burn just from standing, walking, breathing, like you burn calories throughout the day just by being awake, which is you burn more calories at that time than your one hour of a work. Yeah. Right. So if you, if you weigh 200 pounds and you have more, let's say you have a, a twin uh, brother and you both weigh 200 pounds and you have more muscle mass, meaning you have a leaner body composition than your brother, you're going to burn more calories throughout the day just because of that. And so that's another reason. Also, um, as we get older, our muscle atrophies, and this is something people don't think about for a long-term health until it's too late. Think about your mom or your dad or your grandparents and how they, tr they have trouble just getting out of a chair. They need a walker. They need help getting to the car. They need help reaching overhead. Like these are things that are really important down the road. And the thing is you need to start building muscle now to counteract that. You can't just wait till you're that old because it's going to be that much harder to do it. So muscle is huge. It's really important. Um, and then when we talk about cardio, so Matt hit the nail on the head. So it's actually called EPOC, excess post oxygen consumption. So CrossFit is known as high intensity, uh, training or anytime you do interval work, you know, it's so funny to me because people will come up with their Apple watch after a workout and they're like, Oh, I burned 400 calories or, you know, they might be like, Oh, I only burned 200 calories in this CrossFit workout. And then they're like, but I went for a 30 minute run yesterday and it was like 400 calories. Like, I don't know if this is right for me. And, and it's exactly what Matt said. When you do low intensity work, as soon as you stop that activity, you're no longer burning calories. But the way EPOC, excess post-oxygen consumption works is when you do high, inter high intensity interval training, you're burning a lot of calories. And then once you recover, your body is still trying to get back to baseline. So your body is still recovering for mi you know, minutes, even hours after that. So if you think about, if you ever did a really intense workout, some kind of interval track workout or a crossfit workout, and then you go to the office and like an hour or two later, you're still feeling like you're recovering. That's what's happening. So if we really, what we need to look at is what is my calorie burn throughout the whole day? Mm. 
Um, and, and the science is there to back us up and show that you overall you'll burn more um, and you'll continue to burn throughout that day with high intensity work. Um, but again, high intensity is relative. We don't want to only do high intensity work, but those are a couple great reasons to do CrossFit. Yeah, I love that. So let's talk, let's talk more about CrossFit. I want to know why you love it before you tell me why you love it. I want to tell you why I hate it. Hmm. Okay. And I don't hate CrossFit, but here's why CrossFit has gotten a bad rap is because a gym will pay their $3,000 annual fee to have the name CrossFit. And then after that, there is no checks and balances. There's no one coming in, you know, from like say CrossFit headquarters to be like, this is a bad coach. This programming is bad, right? And CrossFit, the gym owner can make their own programming up and who knows what their education is, who knows what, you know, they know about fitness. So they're just like, again, you can get into why CrossFit's good and how to properly do it. But that's my biggest thing is that there's no checks and balances. There's no like, this is a good coach and like you're doing things really well over here. And that's when people start to get hurt and kind of caveat, I think I keep using the word caveat today, but mm. uh, in tangent keep with the fact that if you have a bad coach, and, well, okay, I'm gonna take a step back. CrossFit is now turned into a sport and that's what everyone sees it as. And when something becomes a sport and you're competing at it, your risk for injury goes up a lot, right? Because you're moving, you're, you're, Jillian Michaels was ripping on CrossFit because she's like, I was doing this workout and all of a sudden my form started getting really bad. And it's like, well, yeah, because you were racing the clock. It's like, what are your goals? Are you training for a sport? Are you training to maintain, to be healthy? So Jillian Michaels, you should have uh, slowed your workout down or you should have lifted lighter weight so you could keep good form. Um, but when you start treating as a sport, your form falls apart and you're at risk for injury and doing all these crazy things. Um, so getting back to what I said, that there's no checks and balances that if, you know, if you're at a gym that's highly competitive, then yeah, there might be more injuries there and the program is going to look a little different. Or if you're at a gym, maybe let's say, for example, an older population where, Hey, I just want to come in, be healthy, you know, lose the weight. Um, so I can go home and play with my kids. It's like that workout should look very different. And, um, those coaches should know like, okay, yeah, we're not going to do crazy pull-ups and handstand push-ups and do snatches because you don't need to do snatches. And if you don't know what a snatch is, just Google it. Um, uh, but, but yeah, if, if you have poor coaching, then people are probably going to get hurt. Yeah. And that's my beef with CrossFit is that there's, you pay for the name and then anyone could quote unquote, anyone could just be a CrossFit coach and there are good gyms and there are bad gyms, but then of course, we only pay attention to the bad news. Mm. So I heard my uncle Jim do CrossFit and he messed up his shoulder and he's been hurt for a year. It's like, yeah, well, probably yeah, because he had a bad coach or, you know, everything I yeah, just said, yeah. right? Oh, man, I'm over here ferociously taking notes as Matt's talking. There's so many things I want to touch on. I will say that is the bad part about CrossFit and that is the most beautiful part about mm. CrossFit, mm -hmm. right? CrossFit, and this is understanding what is CrossFit. It is not a franchise. You go to Starbucks, every Starbucks is the same. It's not a what? Franchise. Mm, yeah. Every Starbucks is the same. It, they pretty much look the same. The menu is the same. Yeah. And that's great. There's consistency. The beautiful thing about CrossFit is, you know, from a coach, uh, from, from a professional in the field is I don't have to do what they say because I might not think it's right. And as you mentioned, you know, not every CrossFit gym is right for every person. There's definitely some that are more older populations or family oriented. And then there's some that are more in competitive populations. So the thing is, you got to figure out where are you at? What are your goals? Does this gym fit that? Um, 
I'll completely agree with you. I have a degree in exercise science. I've been a division one college strength coach and it took a weekend to get my CrossFit L1. <laughs> right. And you get your CrossFit level one, you can apply to open an affiliate. So anyone can do it. You know, Greg Glassman, the founder of CrossFit believes in survival of the fittest, literally. So um, the thing is the best will grow to the cop, grow to the top, you know, um, and the best practices will stick around. And I think that's what you're seeing now. Five years ago, 10 years ago, that's where you really saw a lot more injuries because uh, there was no competition. And I think now the reason it's, it's stuck around and it's becoming more popular is because you can't have bad practices and stick around. Mm -hmm. There's somewhere else to go. Um, and it's a challenge, you know, it's, it's pros and cons, right? A lot of people, as we mentioned earlier, um, you know, talking about how fanatic people can be about CrossFit and it's joked about being a cult. And it totally is uh, to an extent, right? And I'll never forget when I did get my level one, Matt Chan, uh, an OG in the CrossFit community. I believe he, his best finish at the games was second or third. Um, he, he's worked for CrossFit HQ. And he said, he's like, is CrossFit perfect? No, absolutely not. There's, a, there's definitely a lot of negatives. He's like, but for the first time in a long time, people are getting excited about working out. People mm -hmm. are excited about nutrition. People are excited about taking care of themselves. And, you know, to their friends, to their families, to their coworkers, it seems crazy. It seems fanatical. It's like over the top. And it's like, is it perfect? No. But now they're working out. They're, you know, not going out on the weekends because they got a Saturday workout. And, you know, we could definitely talk about balance. Um, but ultimately, that's where I believe you got to take a little bit of ownership yourself. And I get it. If you're new to working out and you're new to training, it's hard to know. Mm -hmm. It's hard to know um, where to get started. But it's interesting because there's definitely good good coaches and there's bad coaches, but there's good doctors and there's bad doctors. There's good lawyers. There's bad lawyers, you know? Um, so I believe it's, it's just like any other field. And really what I see most of the time, you know, anytime you talk about CrossFit, you talk about these YouTube fail videos of just like hilarious stuff that happens at CrossFit gym. I've seen it all. It's completely true. Mm -hmm. It happens. Um, however, at the same time, you got to go to high school before you go to college. And most of the time, 90% of the time when people get hurt, it's because they do too much too soon. There's a progression. And most of the time I see egos are what's getting in the way, especially men, ladies out there. I appreciate y'all. Y'all tend to listen. You know, you're, you're there to get coached. Um, but a lot of guys will come in and they're like, oh, I can lift this weight or I can do this movement. And then they end up getting hurt. You know, it's funny. It's the opposite of that with women where they won't lift enough. It's like, yeah. you can lift heavier. Like you got this. Don't worry. Um, yeah, but I, I love all of that. And, and, um, you were talking about, you know, the, ne the negatives, like I completely agree. Like that's, that can be a downside, but like, it's not CrossFit as a whole. It's, it's like you said before, we only hear about the bad stuff. We only talk about yeah. the negative. Oh, CrossFit gets you hurt. You know, I just started asking questions. Oh, and it's so common. Oh, your uncle Jim got hurt. Cool. Where was he doing CrossFit? Oh, well, you know, in his garage. <laughs> oh, cool, cool, cool. So he didn't have a coach. Oh no, no, he couldn't afford that. Oh, weird. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he had pre-existing injuries. Oh, you know, he had knee surgery two yeah. months before he started. Weird, weird, weird. Um, and I think that's what a lot of where it comes down to is you got to take care of yourself and, and people want to do too much too soon. But if we, if we touch on, you know, why do I love CrossFit? One, I think it's super effective if it's done correctly. And mm -hmm. that is, a, that is a huge, uh, caveat if we'll keep using that word. Mm -hmm. Um, it's gotta be done correctly and you know, it's expensive. That's one of the biggest things I hear people talk about, but you know, everything in life is about value and 
I know plenty of people who go to Planet Fitness because it's 20 bucks a month or whatever it is now, and they've been going for three years and they haven't seen their results. And they'll go for another three years and they won't see their results. So, I mean, what are you doing? You know, and so at the end of the day, if you're a, an average CrossFit membership is probably 150, maybe $200. And that's a lot of money to pay monthly for anything. I don't care what it is. If it's uh, utilities, car payment, whatever, that's a lot of money. Um, however, when you really break down what you're getting, you get coaching, you get programming, you get to use their equipment. Like you get a program that, that's created for you. Like if you break it down weekly, it's actually like you're probably not paying enough. And I get it, you know, there's, there's definitely balances between the level of coaching and the quality and, you know, maybe you don't feel like you get enough individualized attention or they should do more. And, and there's definitely a balance. There's a give and take. And, you know, coming from the other side, managing gems, being a coach, I see both sides. And I think it's hard to create that balance, but, you know, to have the ability to show up, not have to think about anything and just do a program uh, is invaluable. Yeah. I think it's, it's wonderful. And again, that's why I think I like the group fitness because, um, you have the program. You're, you kind of go there and you turn your mind off. And you're like, I'm just going to do what they say. Whereas if you go to Planet Fitness or whatever and you have your workout on a piece of paper, it's like, I don't really feel like doing this today. Or, or like, today I'm just going to do three sets, sets instead of four. Or I'm going to skip abs after the workout. But it's like when there's accessory work after the class at CrossFit and it's like ab work and three people are doing abs, you're like, I'm going to join them. And to go on to your point about the price, is it that expensive? Because... Uh, I would pay a lot of money to, when I'm 90, still be able to dance and play with my grandkids, right? That's invaluable to me. And if I'm paying $20 for a Planet Fitness membership and not hitting those goals and still maybe overweight or whatever, uh, by the time I'm 90, I'm not healthy or I'm dead already, right? So I think it's invaluable. Um, yeah, and, and, and that's why I think, and it's kind of part of that money thing. This is what I teach too, but um, you have that financial buy-in. I'm paying 150, 200 dollars a month. Mm. I'm gonna go to CrossFit. Yeah. Where the big box, the Planet Fitness, the 24-hour fitness, all those things, their model is give us 20 bucks and we hope we never see you again. Yep, because you stay locked in for life. And you're like, yeah, because and then in your mind, 20 bucks, whatever. Like I don't really need to go, but 150 bucks, like I'm not throwing this money away. I'm gonna go. So yeah, that's again, that's not even just CrossFit. That's any kind of well, CrossFit is more expensive, but tying that back into the community, I think that's a big, big part of it. Um and then I wanted to tie into for me, um, why I do CrossFit, uh, is because I, I see the results. I've been working out since I was 14, 15 years old, since freshman year of high school. And yeah, I, you know, I got stronger, but I was kind of, um, maybe not soft is the right word, but I wasn't shredded or cut or whatever. Uh, and then I found CrossFit and everything changed. I just looked fitter. I was fitter. And I remember very specifically, I value playing sports very much in my life. And I started CrossFit February, 2017. And that summer, so say six months later, um, I was playing softball and I was playing shortstop. And there was like kind of a slow line drive hit to my right. And my, you know, you know how fast you think in those moments. I go, I'm going to have to die for this or I'm just like not going to catch this at all. And I broke, took two steps and caught it without having to dive or jump or anything. My reaction time was so fast. My, you know, I don't know, slow, fast switch fibers, you know, I was just so much quicker. And I was like, that is 100% clean snatches, like doing all this explosive work in CrossFit, which I never did, never practiced when I was doing my own, you know, going to Planet Fitness and doing my own um, bodybuilding workouts. Um, and, and I was like, this is amazing. This is why I love CrossFit. I'm fitter. Uh, I can like get to balls quicker, which I love. Like I'm the best on the field right now. I'm faster and, and that's super value, valuable to me. 
Um, and that's a big reason why I personally love CrossFit. That's awesome. So I'll tell you what I love about CrossFit and then the problem with CrossFit. Okay. From my opinion. Yeah, I love it. What I love about it is the model is it's competition. You're on the clock. Everyone performs the same range of motion. It's measurable, right? So even if you're a smaller athlete and there's another person who's stronger and they can lift the barbell easier, but you have better cardio, that can even out. You, it's all about just training and working harder. Um, so you really like the sport kind of aspect of it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even... I guess we could call that sport. Um, that's really the methodology is everything on the clock is for time. And that's how you can track progress. Yeah. And that's how you get that intensity, right? If you just kind of, it's the difference between just going through the motions or purposeful training. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about it. And that's why the group environment is so great because even if uh, there's somebody who's doing it, if you're modifying the workout and someone else is doing it, you know, as prescribed RX and you know, they're just a little bit ahead of you and you have one last run, you're going to push to finish close to them. Or right. if they're right behind you, you're going to push harder. And mm -hmm. that's the beautiful thing. And it's, it's measurable. That's what I like. We can actually track results. It's not just like, oh, I did my you know, 20 minutes of cardio because most people can't, don't know how to track that and that sort of thing. Um, and then ultimately it's all about chasing performance. And I think in today's world, we could, we could dive way down this rabbit hole, but we won't today about um, you know, the mentality behind weight loss and nutrition and how we look and uh, seeing results. And the cool thing is if you get better, meaning you get stronger, your times and workouts get faster, you're, start, you're able to, to do more complex movements, gymnastic skills, you know, if all of that is improving, the results will come mm -hmm. because in order to do that, um, you need to get adequate sleep. You need to get adequate nutrition. Um, you need, you know, to have a work-life balance. Like you need to drink enough water and, you know, you could definitely get away with it when you first start where maybe like you have a terrible diet and you'll see some results, but eventually it'll plateau. So it's cool because you can really just focus on the performance and looking better naked, which is another mm -hmm. big goal of people should happen. And if it's not happening, okay, let's start looking at other aspects of your yeah. life. And that's what I really love is we can help people, you know, stop focusing on like, you know, going crazy about their nutrition and what they're eating and looking in the mirror and weighing and measuring and things like that. We can just be like, all right, am I improving? And if I'm improving, the other things should come along with it. And that's beautiful because you're comparing yourself to yourself. Yeah. Did I get, you know, is my back squat weight gone up from six weeks ago? Am I faster? You can just look at your previous times. And yeah, that is a great beauty of that where it's fun to have that competition to try and like, you know, race your friend to the finish line. Um, but ultimately it comes down to, yeah, am I improving? better than I was yesterday for myself. Yeah. And so that's, that's a great segue into the negative parts about CrossFit. Some people get too caught up with the whiteboard. Yeah. I've seen people uh, cheat reps because they, they're so worried about their score or, you know, they have poor movement quality because they just want to finish fast. And again, the whole point of this is ultimately to compete with yourself. And that's really how it's going to work, especially for the long haul. Now it's great to have training partners. And I mean, Matt, you and I worked out a bunch during quarantine in my garage. And of course we're like pushing each other and I want to beat you, but it's not like, that's not my end all be all. When I'm laying down at night, I'm not like thinking about that workout, <laughs> yeah. right? It's going to help push me. We, it's great to be competitive, but people get so caught up in that. And that's where we see the injuries. It's about the person, not about the program, not about the methodology. Um, and you know, that can be a downside. So I think sometimes we need to do things for quality, not just for time. And then you also got to realize any kind of group model, group training model is never going to be perfect for everyone. When you're programming for the masses, meaning a lot of gyms have probably, I would say on average, at least 100 to 200 members nowadays, just because um, there's not as many gyms 
but there's enough where people aren't growing to four or 500 members. You know, you can't program a perfect program for everyone. Right. And as someone who has programmed at many gyms, I realize that. And, you know, you, you do the best you can, but I hear a lot of people are like, oh, I wish we didn't miss or we don't do enough that or, you know, and you just got to realize like you can get results, but it's not going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, if you want the perfect program, you need some kind of individualized program. Mm-hmm. However, that's going to be five times more expensive than your CrossFit membership. And, you know, how badly do you want the results? How badly do you want the lifestyle? So I think it's just creating that awareness where, like, it's not a perfect program for everyone. And just because there are things programmed, right, just because overhead squats or handstand push-ups are part of the program doesn't mean you have to do them. And, again, I keep finding myself, it's not really the program. It's not really the methodology. It's the person. Yeah. Why are you doing what you're doing? Yeah. Don't feel peer pressured to do it just because. Um, so I think that's the challenge is, is in a group class, can you really um, teach proper movement? Can you really give them, you know, it's about the minimal effective dose, right? So some people don't need to do Olympic lifts because the amount of time it'll take to teach them, it's not worth it when their goals are just to be fitter, healthier, happier. Right. Does However, anyone need to be doing handstand pushups? And that's where it goes back to having a good coach where it's like, hey, Susie, you're 50, you're, you know, your shoulder always hurts. Like we're not going to do handstand pushups ever. Yeah. Like when we do handstand pushups, I want you doing you know, a push press or something like that. And it's just having that good coach to, to be like, Nope, everyone's doing handstand pushups. And then it's like, and then that's when, you know, uncle Jim gets hurt. Yeah. And you've got 20 people in a class. Like as a coach, you just can't help everyone the way they need. That's why I actually started doing remote coaching and individualized programming. Cause I'd have, you know, five people who can't do a pull up and they need five different progressions because of how long they've been training. Mm-hmm. And I just don't have the time because yeah. really running a class, you're managing a clock, you're making sure everyone's safe. You're making sure they know what you want to do, but it's not as much coaching as people think because there's just too much going on. And, and that's the, the part I challenge with as a professional. I want to give people everything they have and I can't. So you just got to realize that like, there's a lot of benefits because training alone, you're never likely going to push yourself the way you will in a group. Yeah. However, it's one of the best programs. Um, so that being said, Matt, I'm curious, how would you recommend people find a gym if they don't know what to do, where to start? How can they weed out maybe a good place, maybe a bad place? What are some things to think about? If they want to try CrossFit. Yeah. I mean, uh, so actually we asked Austin this question on our second episode because he owns a CrossFit gym and, um, newly CrossFit Rhino shout out. Congrats to him on that. Let's go baby. Um, home of Apex human performance. Um, but yeah, you know, it depends on, it does depend on your age, I think, and what you're looking for. If you want to be competitive and you're like, I'm okay. If I get injured, then, uh, you know, you might have probably have more options really. Uh, or if you want to compete in local competitions, um, yeah, it's just a different question, I think, when you're going into a gym. Um, that's tough because me, as someone coming from someone who knows a bunch about fitness, I can ask a bunch of questions and wait for the answer and be mm. like, nope, you're an idiot. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't trust you at all. Uh, whereas, you know, if I had my I, – like, I would love for my mom to go to CrossFit and my dad, my whole family. Um, but, like, I'm, I, they live in Connecticut and I'm here in Colorado and I don't know what gym to send them to because I haven't vetted that out. And, uh, yeah, it's like – do I go tell them like, Hey, go ask these three questions and tell me what they say. And then I'll let you know. Um, so maybe is that, is, should that be the answer? Like mm. what three questions can I ask to know if this gym, um, and that's tough to say on the, on the spot. Uh, you know, I'm while, sure you we're, have an answer. while we're talking <laughs> about CrossFit owners, uh, we've got some good friends. Uh, I'm going to bring up our, our buddy, Manny. He's been on the podcast. He owns CrossFit Loveland. And you know, when I think about him and interactions with him, I would say if you go to a, go into a gym, what is that first experience like? Most likely, mm-hmm. it's going to be 
um, what they call a no sweat intro. So you're not going to work out. You're just going to come see the place, see what a class looks like. You're going to sit down with the, the owner or one of the coaches. And I would just see how much they care. I think that's really where you start. And I, I, that's perfect, I bring yeah. up Manny because he's one of the most caring people I've met and he's a CrossFit gym owner. And that's who I would want to send, you know, my parents to, or my friends or my family, because at the end of the day, for most of you, if you're listening, you just have fitness goals. It doesn't really matter too much about the programming. I see so many people as someone who programs, and I will be honest, do I think my program is perfect? No. Do I think it's really good? Yeah, absolutely. Do I think that, you know, someone else could follow another program and see a lot of results? Absolutely as well, because it's more about the work you're putting in. You know, the perfect program is the one that you're currently on and you follow regularly, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's funny because people get so harped up about the programming, but like, are you following it the way it's supposed to go? Are you doing all the things? So, you know, I would say first and foremost, the biggest thing I've seen is if you go in and they kind of, they don't, they don't really um, give you a lot of feedback. They don't really tell you about the place. They don't explain how things work. They don't really guide you. Those are the things I would worry more about because, you know, really you just need to get started. And, you know, outside of that, I would say, you know, if you want to reach out to me or Matt and you're, even if you're somewhere else in the, in the world or in the country, we've got a pretty good idea. I could take a look at some gyms and I'd love to help you out. Um, but I think really some things you need to think about one, you need to commit for at least six months and you need to go three to five days a week at minimum. So you need to be in it for the long haul and see if it works. And that's really, that's really what it is. You don't have to know everything about fitness to know, is this working? Is it not? And if two months goes by and you don't feel like you're getting results, you also need to be honest with yourself. Is it the program? Is it the coaching? Or are you not doing what you need to do? Because, you know, the last thing I'll say is CrossFit is not right for you if you're not willing to take ownership, if you're not coachable, if you're not willing to take responsibility. Because, yes, the coaches are there to help you. Yes, the owner is there to help you. Yes, the programming should be progressing you towards your goals. But that's just a template. That's a guide. You got to put in the work. And I see so many people who like to place blame or they don't do things outside of the gym to help set them up for success. Yeah. What's that quote? Don't complain about the work you didn't do. Or yeah. whatever. Don't complain about the results you didn't get for the work, for the you, work didn't you didn't do. do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's spot on. Yeah. You got to do it. I mean, that's what we talk about all the time. You know, we talked about it in um, finding your um, finding your passion. Like you got to go try stuff and you got to try it for three, I'd say, yeah, six months would be even better. And I know for me, when I did CrossFit, like the movements, like I never really deadlifted. No one ever taught me, so I never did it. Um, and I, I have a video. I was actually thinking about posting this. Um, my outfit is god awful. It must have been laundry day. But my deadlift form is so bad. And it was because it was the first time I was doing it. And my coach was like trying to help me, trying to help me. And it just wasn't clicking. But then practice, practice, practice. Three months later, things started clicking. And um, it could take longer for you. Um, I'm athletic. So like those things were kind of coming easy to me. But um, after three months, I was like, oh my God, I started seeing the results. And I was going five days a week. And and it all started clicking. I was like, oh, I love this. And like, and I love learning new things and kind of being in that vulnerable state to like, oh, I'm athletic. I know how to work out. And then I'm like being taught how to deadlift. I'm like, wow, now I feel like an idiot. But that, I mean, that's great. It's, it's, it's all part of that learning process and putting that ego away, which whole nother podcast, we could talk about ego, um, which is hard for me. And I know it's hard for a lot of people. And, um, but yeah, you have to be coachable. And when a coach says like, okay, it's, if, if we're squatting at certain reps at a certain weight, do that weight. Don't do more because your buddy over there is doing more yeah. or whatever, hit the weight. And that's when you'll start seeing the results. If you're supposed to pause for two seconds, 
pause for two seconds. Oh, like, I, I would always call doing? people out on their like a descent, you know, three second tempo. I'm like, one Mississippi, two Mississippi. What did I say? Two miss for the descent, or did I say yeah. three seconds? You know. Anyway, whole other conversation. But uh, yeah, I think it's great. I, I think uh, that's why I like CrossFit. Uh, it, it really comes back to community and lifting heavy. And I truly believe, I mean, it's science. Lifting heavy, you get, you have more muscle. You will be fitter for longer. Um, and, and that's why I believe in it. And I don't know any other group fitness class that does that. Yeah. The last thing I'll say is it's, it's really what I found is just the biggest bang for your buck. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to improve mobility. You'll improve strength. You'll improve cardio, some really big pieces and you'll, make and you'll have friends. a hell of a lot of fun doing it yeah. with some great people. Um, it's not right for you if you want shortcuts and you're not willing to be coachable because you really need to show up for the long haul. It's not about a month from now. It's about a year from now or five years from now, or 10 years from now. Yeah, well said. That's all we got. So uh, I get why people hate CrossFit. Mm-hmm. But if, you, if you're in the right place with the right people, the good coaches, um, it can be really, really, really good for you. And I hope, I want people to give it a shot. Yeah, if you got any questions, guys, hit us up. Uh, we really just did this because of the timing uh, with the CrossFit Open, and it's such a it's such an integral part of our lives that we really forget about it sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's just second nature, um, and we want to help improve the quality of your life. Yeah, to put a bow on it, if you're not doing anything, try to get 10,000 steps in every day. Mm. Don't even worry about CrossFit. Don't even worry about lifting heavy weights. Just try to move more throughout your day. I guarantee you'll see uh, a huge a huge difference in in your life, in your body composition too. All right, guys, get after it. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) 